two, a three. It's the teacher's lounge with your boy, Eddie Lee. Welcome to the teacher's lounge with the teacher who's gonna give it to you straight with no chaser. It's Eddie B. This is the teacher's lounge with your boy, Eddie B. Yeah, the bad boy on campus. Yo, what's going on? Oh yeah, you know the boys. What's up? Welcome to another episode of the Teachers Lounge with your boy ADB. You just heard it. All right. Thank you for tuning in. One more Wednesday. You know we do this every Wednesday. Uh uh 4 p.m. Central, 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and 2 p.m. if you're over there on the West Coast. You know, y'all lagging a little bit, but hey, it's all good. The weather's nice out there. Thank y'all so much for joining us. Hey, I know it's been a hectic week. I always say that because it's always uh it's always a real deal. It's hectic, but the sum is right around the corner, so you should be a okay, okay? Uh, some people coming off of spring break. I mean, some people, yeah, some people coming off of spring break. Some people are going. I'm hearing that some schools are doing year-round, which I think is, uh, yeah, y'all should promote, promote anarchy in that district if you're going year-round with the year that we just had. I don't think people should even fix their mouth to say uh, we're not having a break. Uh, that that's, the, that's unconstitutional. It ain't fair and it ain't right. It ought to be laws against making teachers work the entirety of a year. I think that's what helps some teachers have a shorter teacher lifespan, okay? They go do something else. I didn't heard teachers go and do other stuff and they happy. <laughs> they, they one year teaching and they rather go to law school. And I know that's hard. They rather try to study for the bar <laughs> then do a damn lesson plan. And I am not mad. Handle your business, okay? But anyway, a lot going on. Make sure, oh, uh, big ups to JLab Audio. Uh, go to jlabaudio.com for all your uh, all your electronic needs, man. They help sponsor and fund uh, uh, equipment for me to send out to the teachers when I have my uh, events and everything. Uh, thank you so much. Get your smile mask from rafinova.com. We coming out with some stuff on adbcomedy.com too. So make sure you, you, you subscribe to adbcomedy.com. And that's how you get on this podcast. You submit a story on that, or you can do it on my chat line, 832-957-2788. And um, yeah, you submit a story, I get you on, and don't worry about uh, no, no pushback from your district, okay? We keep everybody anonymous on here, if you're on here. Uh, yeah, we are going to start releasing the video, but we won't release the video without your consent, okay? You don't have to say no names of no schools, no names of people, no nothing. We're just going to talk about it. If it's something that you don't want to air out, hey, we just won't put that on, man. I love y'all that much. This is more so for us to vent, man, not for us to be scared to get on. So I want to prevent nobody from trying to get on because you uh in fear of losing your job. I'd never put you in that position, though. So, hey, and if you do, you can go on tour with me, baby. It's way more. <laughs> Let me stop when people start quitting their job. Eddie, I heard you. I heard you on your podcast. Now, are you serious or are you lying before I put my one? Teachers will put a two weeks notice in and be like, no, man, you're going to notice I ain't here in two weeks. I wouldn't even come after the two weeks notice. That, that's something I would do. Now, also, uh, yo, breaking news, breaking news. Oh, yeah, baby. We about to have the summer tour. Yes, sir. We got some venues that didn't open up. Yes, we gonna be we gonna be quarantining it. Okay. A lot of them not open up at full capacity, but we gonna quarantine it. It's already in motion, man. I miss y'all too much. Keep your mask on. I'm gonna have mine off. I got both my shots. You can hug and love on me. Just don't call for me. We cool, baby. Soon, hey, I'm coming out the same way I always come out. I'm coming down the aisle. You never know. I'm giving hugs and loves and air dab. I, I just miss y'all so much, okay? And we're going to be taking pictures afterwards. It's going to be awesome, man. I, I love it. I can't wait to see y'all. 
Yeah, the, the teacher's only summer break tour is coming to a city near you. Now, we, we, it's only two months. So, so we're only doing about a couple of, uh, about, about three or four cities. But that's going to set up later on in the year, the rec, a regular tour. You know, I got to figure out what to name that. But that's coming too. Really, we're doing this tour to kind of gauge what the climate is on what we can do as far as venues and the social distance and, you know, what the climate is as far as uh, 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 the pandemic, you know, uh, being safe in the pandemic. So once we figure this out, we'll be able to safely tour for the rest of the year. But we, you know, I just want to gauge it right now for the summer. So teachers are ready. I know y'all ready, man. Y'all ready to get out the house, but you don't want to put nobody's health at risk. So if you got your shots already, come on out. If you didn't, you know, you know how to socially distance and we're going to have a good time, man. We're going to do it the right way. I love y'all that much. But anyway, without further ado, y'all know that I only have teachers on here. Yeah, I'm biased. That's because we we only know what we go through. So uh, I like to uh, want, uh, ask y'all to help me welcome the beautiful Amanda Bell. How you doing, sugar? I'm good. How are you? I don't know. I talk a lot. I, I think I'm okay. I like when people ask me how I'm doing. Only teachers do that. You know what I'm saying? All the teachers I've had on here, everybody, after I ask them how they're doing, I'm like, well, how are you? Because they know it's all stress <laughs> all the time. Okay. You, so, you know what the deal is. I know what the deal is. Yeah. So where are you at? Where are you at? Where are you located? I born, raised, and teach in Portsmouth, Virginia. I've heard of Portsmouth. Yes. I've heard of that. It's a small city. What is the biggest city that is next to? Virginia Beach, you actually were in Norfolk in August of 2019, yeah. and my mom and I were at that show, Yeah, and I have yeah. the pictures with you. Hey, you got to send me that thing and tell your mom I said, hey. <laughs> you had a good I will do that. She did, did your mom have a good time? Oh, she did. She's uh, She was an educator as well. Yeah. Uh, 36 and a half years before she retired. 36 and a half years, you said? Yes. Dang, you know what? I love it. You know, like, like I look at the demographics of, of, of the people who support me, and man, the age range is from about, nah, about 25 on up to 70, right? So that means that I'm catching generations of educators who like family, like the, the mom, the daughter, and the, the granddaughter are all educators, and the granddaughter, she's new, so she don't even know she don't even know what corporal punishment is. I say corporal punishment <laughs> to her, and I'm speaking in cursive. She got to Google that, okay? Right. If I tell her, if I ask her, hey, what is a um, what is a floppy disk? She she would lose her mind. <laughs> and would. <laughs> yeah. So that's cool, man. I love it when teachers come out to my shows, and I'm able to, you know, everybody, you know, because you know, people be at home and don't even hang out at the house, you know? Yeah. How much? How many times do you? And I love couples that come out, and they don't even really kick it at home, but they come and kick it at my show and have a great time. And then they go home and lesson plan. You feel what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. yeah. All because of the show. I love it. Get your life back, baby. Get your groove back. Cause it's so relatable. I mean, it's what we deal with every day. Yeah. And you know what, when I was teaching, I didn't have that. And so maybe, and I say it all the time, if this was around, not even me, just somebody who came and brought it like this, who, weren't, who wasn't scared to say what we really think and wasn't scared of the pushback. Well, you know, it had to be somebody who got the district because, you know, they gonna get you. <laughs> when, right. I, when I was shooting videos, when I was working for the district, oh man, you, you know the principal know you doing that, huh? You know that you know you ain't supposed to be doing that. The same one who's saying that to me, they're the ones going to go tell, right? They're the uh -huh. ones trying to get me in trouble, you know? Uh -huh. And I go to the principal, she's like, look, I don't have no problem with you doing this. Just, you know, 
just, you know, to satisfy them, don't shoot in your room. I stopped shooting in my room. I started shooting in the hallway. They start complaining about that. She said, well, I, you know, I, I, I don't care about your videos, but just to keep the confusion down, don't shoot in the hallway. Hey, didn't shoot in the hallway. So I started shooting in the coach office. They didn't even know where I was, right? And then, but I still had the logo, the uh, the uh, the job logo, the school logo on my shirt. And they're like, yeah, just keep confusion down. Just don't shoot with the school shirt or the logo on. So I say, man, they just hating. So I started shooting in my car and I kept, hey, to this day, nobody knows I was shooting in the coach office, all right? He <laughs> just, and, and the first time I ever shot in his office, he he never saw one of my videos, right? He just heard about me, right? And I told him I was gonna shoot one. He said, yeah, you can come in there. I do my first video, right? I'm going off, he busts out laughing, right? And I had to tell him, bro, bro you can't laugh, man. Like, you gotta I got, be quiet. yeah, you gotta shut up. So like after the second, third time, he kind of got it. And when he couldn't just handle it, he just like, hey, excuse me, I got to get out of here. I said, okay, cool, you get it. So you in Portsmouth, Virginia. Is yes. it some water? Is some water out there? You know, I love water. It is actually. Uh, we have quite a bit of waterfront property. You um, lie. Now, is the cost of living cheap out there or is, is it a little higher? Well, Virginia, that's what. So the cost of living isn't. I mean, it is what it oh, is. Like, like Virginia, is that East Coast? Coast? Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah. Okay. I got you. I'm listening. Um. The cost of living, I mean, it is what it is. Like, it's not yeah, too, too bad. But mm. Portsmouth has the highest real estate tax of any of the seven cities Damn. that are right here in our area. Yeah. So we probably not the city that most people are moving to because <laughs> of that. But, you know, we have, we have a lot of beautiful property and they're... I, I, I will say we're getting some new members, some younger members like on our school board and our council that are actually trying to do some things with the youth, do some things to help out promoting our community and building it back up. Okay. So it's it's pretty cool. I think one good way is to lower them damn taxes down. That, that, that'd be right? a, a sexy way. But you know what? When your we, teachers can't afford to live in the city they work in. That's a problem. I was just trying to say, you are educated living out there. So I mean, well, well, God bless you to be able to sustain. So, so you're doing all right, man. But I, I was thinking that, you know what, that's kind of, I think that can be considered crowd con quality crowd control too. Mm -hmm. You know, you can control what comes in and out of the community because they scared of those prices. So somebody's in there, that's because they can afford to be there and they not tripping or they just in there and they just may just deal with it. That's life. Right. <laughs> okay. Well, it's a heavy military town too. So we oh. do have a lot of turnover. Okay. Um, we have like seven shipyards in our area. Mm. And like three or four military bases at least. You know, you're not talking so, about turnovers like like the Houston Rockets. No, <laughs> uh, no, no, no. We ain't that bad. I don't do it like that now. Come on, man, relax. We'll be sometimes, back. You know, sometimes <laughs> you you need some change. <laughs> I got you. Do y'all have a team in Virginia? I'm sorry. I ain't made to make you put your head down. I am so sorry. <laughs> What's we have a farm team of the Baltimore Orioles. Oh, cool. Um, so we do have baseball, um, yeah. Norfolk Ties. Gotcha. And so they're, you know, they're literally right across through the tunnel from where I live. Cool. Um, so, and that's, it's, do that mean yeah. you got underwater? Yes. I love that. See, you do that when you go from like in certain parts of, like I, I went from Detroit to Canada and we had to drive underwater in that tunnel all the way through. Now that's some scary stuff though, to be honest with you. 
I guess because I've grown up here, like it doesn't bother me because we kind of can't go anywhere outside. Okay. If you go from any city to another other than from Portsmouth to Chesapeake um, and parts of Suffolk, you have to go through a tunnel. Man. They're everywhere here. I got you. I got you. So, so, so yeah, 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 not, yeah. Man, I got to get out there, man. I love waterfront property. You know, I got property in Texas. You are welcome to come visit. We got to We cook. We got you. Word you that that's you said the sexiest thing ever. We cook, we got you. Okay, okay. When I come down there, open up the doors and the oven, and I'll be right no there. No problem. <laughs> Jesus is real. So now let's get off into it. So, um, what how long have you been teaching? Do you so, still uh yes, I okay. am still teaching. <laughs> I okay. talked today actually. Uh well, no, today was asynchronous, but I got you. Uh, this is my fifth year under contract. Okay. I did three years as a long-term sub before that and a year as an Ooh. academic advisor as well. Wait, wait, that. wait. You went from subbing to academic advisor? I was an academic advisor for mm -hmm. Upward Bound, which is a okay. program. I know what for, it is. Okay, yeah. yeah. No, so but, 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 still, but still explain for somebody who might not know who listens. Okay, so Upward Bound is a program for first-generation college students mm -hmm. um, and low-income college students, and it helps give them insight into what the college life is going to be we mm -hmm. did tutoring programs for them we did um enrichment programs etiquette mm -hmm. classes mm -hmm. field trips all kinds of different things to just kind of show them the world outside of what they may know and and, and that's still one of the few it's government funded right it is and that yeah. i'm no longer with it because uh -huh. we went through a huge cut to go to education funding the year that I was doing the job and our program was shut down. Yeah. It, we went from having five programs in our area to having one. Mm. And so it, it was really discouraging, but I knew at that point that I still wanted to do something with education. Mm -hmm. So I, um, I became a sub and did long-term subbing because, I mean, you know, if you find somebody you can trust in your classroom and that actually teaches your kids, picking that one good out. for a job forever. Yes, sir. Yes, you sir. Know, you, you good. You you in there. Yeah. So, I mean, I didn't have a problem finding it because, you know, I was always brought up, whatever job you do, you give 100%. True that. And so I did that for about a year and a half, ended up getting hired at an HVAC place. Damn. So I completely switched gears, <laughs> worked, worked with a bunch of dirty, nasty dudes all day, <laughs> them what to do and where to go, managing their budget and like a bunch of multi-million dollar contracts. Finally, after a year and a half said, no, I can't do this no more. Yeah. This, Jesus, this is not for me. No. <laughs> and went back to subbing. I was like, I'll take the pay cut. I don't even care right now. I need my sanity. I feel, you. Uh, I feel you. Decided that you yeah. know the Lord was leading me back to that. Yeah. And yeah. Found out what I needed to do to get my contract, and by that following August, I had a contract, and this is year five. So. That's what's up. You know what? If I close my eyes and listen to you talk, I would swear you got some soul, and you 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 mix with some. You 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 you, you got a lot of you. You got some black friends. 
You got um, too much soul so, to put in you. I'm so sorry. You just sound like you just you you ain't gonna be messed with by no kids. You sound like interesting you enough. Mm-hmm. The high school that I graduated from yeah. was 98% black. Come on, somebody. I knew that already. I knew it that was already. a historically black high school in Port. It's the historically black high school in Portsmouth. Yeah. Um, and then I went to Hampton University in Virginia. <laughs> so I went to an HBCU. Don't um, do that to them. Yeah. I, I transferred my senior year. So my degree is from Old Dominion. Okay. Uh, in Norfolk. But I had amazing years and experiences at Hampton. And oh, yeah. I couldn't, it, do, I couldn't do HBCU fresh out of high school. I wasn't focused enough. I had to go to the little country small school in that small town. Way and, see, the and that's four people. I wasn't ready yet. There's nothing wrong with that. And mm-hmm. honestly, my maturity level, I tried to do some uh, upper level coursework. Yeah, I got you. Or I was mature enough for it and it didn't yeah. work out. So I, I changed my major and, you know, ended up taking a couple per- career paths. But yeah. I'm blessed that when I talk to my kids, I'm, I'm genuine with them. You know, look at me and they see one thing. But then when I start talking, they're like, hold on now. Wait a second. (laughs) And so then when we kind of get into my background, where I came from, what I've been through, the fact that it wasn't just, okay, four years of college and then I was done and I got a job. Mommy and daddy paid for everything. No, I got more debt than a house payment. Like (laughs) I went to a private HBCU, not a public one. Yeah. You know, and I love Hampton. Thank God for what it taught me. But that mess was expensive. Yeah. Oh, yeah. College is crazy, man. <laughs> it is. But it it opens that connection with my kids. Uh-huh. They see I'm genuine, but also that, okay, she wasn't just the person who can't relate to me. She's she's had her own set of struggles, mm-hmm. and I'm willing to listen and be open to their struggles because I know what it's like to need so desperately to have somebody that you can talk to about what you're going through. Mm, yeah. The certification program can't teach you that. No. And the thing is, they try to beat it up. They try to, oh, you got to have your classroom management, all this. They can't teach that. Just like I, I was playing ball, I played football, and the first, man, they always say you can't teach speed. You can't teach speed. You can't teach this, or you can't teach natural ability. But yeah. that just comes from some. You just come, that's just a part of you, and it helps you. That helps you a lot, especially getting through to them kids. And once you got that down, you can teach them kids anything. You exactly. Yeah. Kids don't care what you know until they know you care. That was the best device any educator ever gave me. Yeah. That's why it's okay to have a powwow with them every now and then. You know, put that lesson mm-hmm. to the side for a second and chop it up with them, ask them how they day is or yeah. introduction. I'm just letting you know this is what I've been. I'm pretty sure when you tell them about your life. We dropped, and they were like, "Oh, where?" Mm-hmm. And, they had, and they had even more questions for you. They did, yeah. And but it's cool, you know. I, I try at least once a week. We we take the time out and we have a real world conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, let's talk about the stuff your parents don't want to talk to you about. Straight up. Let's talk about the stuff you're seeing on social media or on TV that you're only hearing one side or. Mm-hmm. Even if you are hearing multiple sides, let's talk about it. Let's talk about yeah. how it affects you. Yeah. 
and, you know, and you know, yeah, some teachers like these days, you know, people getting in trouble now because what they yeah. do is instead of just listening to the kids and having that dialogue with them back and forth, having a neutral thing, um, they bring politics into it and and, and their that. own beliefs and they and they hit it and then they get in trouble. You know what I'm talking about? The ones. Oh, yeah. Oh, it, I don't care how you feel about the situation. Don't give your kids your opinion. OK, right. state, state facts. And y'all mm -hmm. talk about those facts and then let them give their opinion and then let them know that you have a right to have an opinion. And, and you know, just always be mindful of the other side, too, because it's the reason why they feel like they feel. So yeah. I, I, I can tell you had that good, good dialogue with your kids. Like what what grade, what grade and what subject do you teach? So I teach eighth grade science. Yeah, science teacher. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> testing grade, testing grade. It is. Damn right. Yes, so I did. also have to teach sixth and seventh grade in the same year because Virginia decided it was a smart idea to only have an SOL in science in fifth grade, third grade, and eighth grade. So I get to test the kids on two years of stuff I wasn't responsible for teaching. Oh, uh, and, and they don't know it because last time they had something was in fifth grade. So they don't have any, so you're saying that the material that you got to cover, they don't really get it in sixth and seventh grade, except for you. They don't have no Well, it's taught. So in seventh grade, I can vouch. I, I will say it. My, so the way our city is, sixth grade is still at the elementary school. Mm -hmm. And for a long time, science wasn't taught because it wasn't tested. Okay. Now they're kind of getting more to where they're requiring them to teach it but it's still not the one that's hit on as heavily. Okay. Seventh grade, our school, so we're a middle school and we have only seventh and eighth grade. We're the okay. largest middle school with almost a thousand kids. Man. Just in two grades. Exactly. And so I can vouch for our seventh grade science teachers. They do a bomb job. Like our science department is amazing. Science is fun. Best subject in the world. You can't beat it, baby. Oh, it is. And yeah. we have amazing educators at our school, but our department specifically, I know because those are the women that I teach with. We have an all-female department. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and we're like the science clique. Uh, but right. they do an amazing job of teaching the content. And I know that when I'm reviewing the seventh grade stuff, it's not the first time they've seen it. Mm -hmm. Sixth grade, I'm not as confident just because I don't know necessarily who they had. They but for seventh grade, I know for a fact it's just a review. Okay, I got you. So you eight But grade, it's still huh? frustrating because, you know, I didn't teach you, but I'm responsible. Shoot, ain't that everybody, every damn body? We responsible for something they didn't learn two, three years ago. And, and we mm -hmm. got so we got to spiral in life. We got to spiral in their life again for some stuff. That yeah. we, and you know what? It wasn't, and I, and I don't strong believe it wasn't that the teacher didn't teach it. They look bad at you, wasn't listening and wasn't paying attention and didn't retain the information. And so now our job is in jeopardy because we can't get them to a certain point when we have to. And you want us on this pacing calendar. I never understood that. Why would we have to do it? Why do we have a set? Oh, this is what I'm supposed to be teaching this time of year. And by this time of year, I should be on this. Well, I can't pass this if they didn't get that. So I got to go back, especially if it's an objective that's going to be on the test. Because, you know, they drill and kill when it comes time to test. Well, I'm also blessed that me and my best friend are the uh, curriculum writers 
for eighth grade in our district. And being the curriculum writers, we also get have quite a bit of say-so on the pacing guide yeah. for our grade level. Gotcha, gotcha. So, do I'm pretty have a blessed period? in that. You have a grace grace periods in there to spiral stuff in, like mm -hmm. like. Yep. Okay, but but yeah. What am I talking about? Yeah, of course you do. Like the yes, not as much as we'd like, you, uh, especially you this year. You can't possibly do it because there's not enough time no. in the day. Yeah. But I mean, we we try even at, during the year. We'll say, you know, you remember, you know or you don't remember, but back in sixth grade, they taught you such and such, and here's how it relates to what I'm teaching you now. Or yeah. back in seventh grade, you were taught this, and here's how it relates to this subject. So we, you know, we tie in those concepts all year long. And then this year, because thank God, the tests, the, the state tests don't count against our accreditation this year. Bye-bye. Praise whoever made that decision. Um, and, and it further proves our point that if we don't need it this year, we probably didn't ever need it, but yeah, you know. Um, well, how we gonna get through this year? Oh, how we got through it? Well, how come we can't apply this? Cause you know, standardized testing, it ain't the fairest thing. Because you, not. Have, you have schools with kids who specialize in taking tests. They test to get into the doggone school. That's not my child. <laughs> Jesus is real. And, and we just, I say everybody who don't pass the test, they give them to us. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then we gotta, we gotta create and, and we do, we do provide them with the type of education where they do show growth. It's just yeah. the type of growth that the district deems right. what growth is. What the hell is growth? I'm it's good, but I ain't Jesus. I'm not a miracle worker. Jesus, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you already know what I'm talking about. You already know what I'm talking about. So my thing is, like, if you, you, man, you made an awesome point. If we do it this year, why in the hell can it, it can we exist without testing? There's other ways to prove it. You know, you want to know why? Money. How can you show it? That's why all cities ain't legalized marijuana because they ain't found a way to tax it yet. I don't mean to take it there because I ain't, I don't know nothing about it. You but know? you ain't wrong. You ain't wrong. <laughs> they find a way to tax it. Boom. So when they find when the districts or whoever is at the top, when they find a way to get numbers and get funded from those numbers without testing, that's when we'll possibly. But they ain't trying to hear it right now because they in bed with too many test making companies. And and everybody, you know, the test be the same dang test, but a different acronym on it. Them be the same damn people, man. I didn't. <laughs> them be the same people, and somebody getting paid, but mm -hmm. that trickle down. Ain't us. Jesus, real. I said that trickle down ain't hit us. <laughs> it ain't hit no parts of our skin. Let it rain on us. Let Not it spread. at all. Yeah. Right. So, so you um. A grade science got a good support team. Sound like you're in a good situation, which you know, thank God for that because all situations it took me a long time to get here. Trust me. That's why you appreciate it. That's mm -hmm. why you appreciate it. Yeah. Everybody, whoever, uh, I think everybody, just like anybody who goes to a restaurant and you don't tip, you should be a waiter for like a week, you know, and then so I think everybody who has something to say about educators, you should be in a classroom for like a week. I'm talking about no TA, no nothing. You'll have one or two days. And you must write a lesson plan. You must. You, hey, you'll have one or two days of training, and you got to survive a week on it. That's what we got to do on the cuff, on the, on the fly, on the spot. And then they coming in your room to observe you. At the same time, you just trying to I'm figure out. I'm sitting in the back with my little notepad. 
<laughs> with his new email about. So now you had to submit a story. I did. I know, I know, I know. You had to submit a story. And I didn't I, I didn't read the story on purpose. This is my new thing. I like for you to just people tell it, you know, so I can hear it for the first time here. So I know you pretty much you got a bunch of them. So let me know what your story was that you submitted that your your one of your craziest memories or your fondest memories of teaching during your career. You only taught for five years, right? Yes. Good, good. So, so you you a certified veteran. You're a certified veteran now after your second year, to be honest with you. Oh, oh yeah. Because you know Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, so probably the most, the one that sticks out the most, uh, my very first year under contract, I was a special ed teacher. I wasn't uh, teaching science at that time. And we had a student the very first day of school that got sent to the alternative school. Mm -hmm. I actually think he was taken out in handcuffs because mm. he had come with weed to school. And we all knew it because it was fresh. <laughs> you could smell it in the hallway. Like um, fresh weed? Like 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 new, like in the bag weed? Or oh, like yes. rolled up? Oh, yeah. oh, oh no, it was in the bag. Oh yeah. We um, hadn't even made it to the blunt yet. And <laughs> so. I love it. And, and, and he wasn't even smart enough to, you know, there was no aluminum foil, nothing like that. We didn't even try and hide it. It was just in the book bag. And, you know, poor baby, he was gone. So he was supposed to have had my class like third or fourth block that day. Mm -hmm. Needless to say, he didn't make it to me. Of course not. <laughs> so he got in the school with it like who noticed it who who like like how, how did it, was it before any classes or he was got it was in his first block class so he so made he it to class okay and the teacher was like she like she's sniffing and she's like i know that smell because mm -hmm. she went to hampton with me <laughs> 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 and, and you know and, and even even beside that point she know you know you know it's a distinctive smell yeah it's very distinct it's, right. it's, it's pungent it's it's loud. yes <laughs> exactly so she's sniffing around and um she kind she kind of stepped out into the hallway and asked the security guard oh, she man. said can you know can you step in here just verify that what I think I'm smelling is what I'm smelling. And they said, yeah. So they came in, they, you know, they figured out who it was. They searched, you know, put the gloves on, searched the book bag. And, you know, it was right there in the pocket. So, I mean, there was, there was no hiding it. it. It was just at that point, it was what it was. So he leaves. He, of course, he's got to go to the alternative school. He can't stay with us. Right. Um, but they have a thing where they can only stay there. I want to say it's like Something forty-five. Yeah, there's like a there's you a certain time period. You get date. Well, in, in in Texas, you get thirty days, ninety days, a hundred and something yeah. days, like jail time. Because the little boys that I taught are like, how many days you get? Man, they gave me thirty. Like, oh, okay. If somebody coming out with one hundred thirty, damn, what you do? You know that that's a high level offense. I'm listening. Ours is like forty-five, ninety, and then it goes up. So if you get ninety. <laughs> you pretty much gone for a whole like semester. Right. So he, I think he was gone for the whole first semester, mm -hmm. which for that, okay, whatever. Watch this here. I bet you he had high test scores. The district will find a way to get him back in school. Anyway, I'm, would. I'm listening. 
Oh, Lord. <laughs> dirty. It's a dirty game, man. It is. It is. So he comes back and, you know, he makes it to my class the first day. And he's just like literally bouncing off walls. I'm mm-hmm. like, yo, I just need you to sit down. Uh-huh. Like, how, look, I know this your first day. I know you're behind. What can I do to help you? Like, c- come over here. So my co-teacher and I, you know, I taught half the class in the back. He taught half the class at the front. Or we do stay, you know, you do your different models or whatever. So I was like, yo, come come over here with my group. I Let me get through the main section and I'll work with you one-on-one. We'll try and at least get you to understand what we're talking about today. Yeah, I got you. So we get through that. And the next day, so we get to the next day and he comes in. And I can tell he is on cloud nine. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, I need you to like pretend like you're gonna work today. Yeah. He's like, Miss Bill, I got, I can't, I'm hungry. I said, well, look, got you. He's like, no, I need to go to the bathroom. I said, "Mm mm-mm, because I already heard about you. (laughs) That don't make sense, I'm hungry. I got to go to the bathroom. Because I knew I had already heard. They had already told me. They were like, if he gets out of your class for anything, he's going to disappear. Oh. Because he would go and hide. So I already knew. Don't let him out. <laughs> so I was like, no. Nah. I said, but I got you. I keep snacks in my class. <laughs> I said, so I tell you what. You let me work with you. And you at least pretend like you're going to do some work today. And I got you on the snacks. Like, for real? That what he said? Yeah. I said, <laughs> yeah. He's like, you going to feed me for real? I said, yeah, I got you. I said, I'll give you one better. You work for me all week. I'll even, what's your favorite snack? He's like, hot fries. <laughs> I said, I. Right. I tell you what, Friday on my way to school, I'll stop at the gas station. I'll get you some hot fries if you work for me all week. Hmm. He's like, all right. So he does his work that day. So we go on, you know, we build this relationship, this professional relationship. Yeah, I got you. And as long as, you know, I got to specify, I ain't about to be yeah. on the front page of nobody's newspaper. Yeah, professional relationship, y'all. Dang it. <laughs> we ain't lesson planning, okay? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> so we go on and we go on and, you know, and I would keep my word that whatever Whatever I had promised him on Friday, if he kept his end of the deal, he got. Gotcha. And normally, I don't let my kids eat in my class because I'm OCD. You drop something on my floor, and I'm going to flip my stuff. <laughs> I, I'm, I've thrown a chair in a classroom before. I mean, it was at the wall. It won't at a kid. I got you. But, you know, I, I'll go there if I have to. Straight up. Don't, don't mess my classroom up. I don't do bugs. <laughs> so... <laughs> I was like, but I'm gonna let you eat. And the kids used to get mad. Why he get eat? Look, mind your business. Please do what you need to do. He minding his business. Leave him alone. So the other teachers hadn't figured out they couldn't let him out of their class yet. The AP found out that I had built this rapport with this kid. Okay. So it got to the point. He would call me on the loudspeaker in my class 
And he'd be like, Bill, what do you want? I need you to go get your son. <laughs> I said, where was the last place you saw him? <laughs> and depending on where the last place they saw him, I knew where to start looking for him. Yeah. Because I knew the, all the hiding places in the building. It was the same middle school I went to. Yeah. This was the first school that I was at. Not so like you went to them hiding places when you was there. You was the little I creep. didn't go. I was the good, smart kid. I knew but that. I had friends that did. Gotcha. I would have been <laughs> one of your friends that did. Just I, You know, we all got to have them friends. <laughs> Those are important people in your life. <laughs> as this proved <laughs> so I would literally have to leave my class and go find him okay. and bring him back to my class and he'd be like Miss Bell I'm not trying to go. look I just need you to go to class I will feed you I know you are hungry yeah. just come back to class alright so I, ha I literally had like a stash of snacks for him yes, and it, it, it ended up being I finally would just talk to his teacher and I'd say look just give me his work. Stick his work in my mailbox in the morning or every afternoon for the next day. I'll get it when I come in. And when I get it out, he can just stay with me all day. He can do hall duty with me. I'll escort him to the bathroom, whatever I got to do. And we'll make sure he gets his work done. Mm -hmm. And most of them were okay. A couple of them were like, look, I'm not trying to hear it. I don't really care. I know you want him in your class, but look, either you want him to do the work or you don't. Right, I got you. He's not going to come to your class. He doesn't feel like you care about him. That's just the way it is. You haven't given him a reason to come to you. You, you have to meet him where he is. Yeah. A lot of people don't understand that, man. They, they just so by the book and got that little stick up where that stick go. And they just, you know, just like, like, I mean, yeah, finish telling, but I, I got something to say about the first teacher. But I'm listening. That's your home girl, but I got something to say. I'm listening. I, I think if they hadn't given her a headache, I don't think she would have said anything. Oh, uh, I would have, uh, well, I would have yeah. finished, and then I'm going to tell you how I would handle that, that weed mm. situation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, listening. I'm listening. I mean, we all got some thoughts on what we would have done with it, but you know. <laughs> so I finally convinced them and it would I'd check my mailbox and every morning his whole stack of work for the day would be in my mailbox mm. and I would I would wait by at the front of the building and find him in the morning take him to my class and he would stay with me all day I'd make sure mm -hmm. he was good he had snacks he would go to lunch with me. He'd go to hall duty with me. If he yeah. had to go to the bathroom, thank God the bathroom was two doors down from my class. I'd be like, look, y'all, I'll be right back. And I'd go stand outside the bathroom. Yeah, make sure he And if he took started taking too long, I'd start yelling in the bathroom. He's like, you embarrass me. I'm like, you embarrassing me? Get, get your butt out here. <laughs> you embarrassing me? <laughs> <laughs> and it worked because he finally found that there was somebody who understood, who actually cared, cared. who yeah. said, look, I don't care. And I told him, I said, I don't care what you do outside of school. Yeah. I could care less how you choose to spend your money and your time. I don't mm -hmm. care. I'm yeah. not about to call the SRO, who's our in-house police officer. Mm -hmm. I'm not about 
to call him. I don't care. I'm not going to snitch on you. My mm. father was in law enforcement. My best friend is too. But that's not why I'm here. If you are not causing physical harm to me or you, we're good. We good. I just need you to pretend like you're gonna learn some things, and maybe in the process you might actually learn something. You might learn a little something. He actually passed some stuff. I was like, see what happens when you work with me. Hey, explosion! You never know when it's gonna hit your boy. (laughs) Right, but I mean, he, you know, he ended up getting himself in some trouble that even I couldn't help him out of at the end of the year. But when he was there, I mean, he knew it, it just became commonplace. They just brought him to my kid. And they, you know, a bunch of chiefs were like, yo, you the crazy kid whisperer. I'm like, you're not crazy. You just need somebody to care. That's I'm it. crazy. Well, they he ain't. Yeah, Jesus is real. That's the thing. I'm more crazy. That's why, that's why we relate like we do. See, that <clears throat> that's the uh uh epitome of exceptional educator right there. I, I don't know. What the definition in one of these uh, Teach for America books or one of these Kylie Wong books, uh, what they think a teacher is, but that's an exceptional teacher right there. Like that's teacher of the year right there without even showing any growth on some scores. That that epitomizes it right there because that's what he's going to remember for the rest of his life. I don't care what kind of trouble he gets into. If he end up in a jail cell or shoot people like that, end up preaching. You know, it'd be the craziest dudes end up being yeah. your pastor of a church. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, he'll never forget that. Those are the experiences right there. So, teachers who get that teacher of the year every year, that's awesome, man, that you got it down packed like that and you found the formula, you know, to help, you know, be successful with your kids, to help them pass a test. That's what you did, you know. Right. But, and, but no, but and sometimes they vote on that. They vote on teacher of the year. I think that's teacher of the material. They do in our school. Material, yeah, yeah. It, it's, and, and boy, they crapped on me. You know what I'm saying? I know I won the vote, but the principal gave it to somebody else for one year because I wasn't that, you know, I was a popular teacher on campus, but I wasn't his favorite. <clears throat> and he was trying to get this other teacher to stay. And he gave it to her, right? He gave it to her. And uh, she still ended up leaving the next year. Right. And then he gonna tell me, ain't you glad you didn't get the uh the teacher of the year thing, man? So you, you wouldn't have to write that essay. I said, I say, damn it, I wouldn't have wrote the essay anyway, but I still been teacher of the year. I wouldn't know damn it. I say I wouldn't it ain't matter to me. I know you snatched it for me. Cause when they called the teacher of the year out, the teachers who all the teachers who voted for me, they came outside, they dope. <laughs> and did that. Like, oh, cause they were like, hey, we're gonna make sure you get it this year. Cause I know it was overwhelming. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I guess the office, the uh Anyway, I'm not bitter. I got teacher of the year my last year. And then that's the year they didn't give a damn plaque for it. Hey, I guess what? Bought my own. How about that? <laughs> I bought my own. It's in my house right now. I'm gonna get I can't that. even be, like, I haven't gotten it and I can't even be mad. Like, I'm not mad about it. Like, my best friend got it last year yeah. and one of our math teachers got it this year. And, like, I love and respect the people who have gotten it yeah i admire them as educated they do the same thing that i do they go above and beyond for their kids so it's not even like i've been at buildings at other schools where people who got it you knew it was rigged Yeah. yeah but i can honestly say the school i'm at now every person that has won i have personally seen them go above and beyond behind the scenes when nobody, when they think nobody's watching, yeah, and they're doing it for the right reason, yeah, 
And it's, it's easy to be happy for people when you know that they're doing it for the kids. Yeah, I got you. I got you. And yeah, I got you. It, it ain't that. It, I it, don't need a plaque to y'all know. Have community. Y'all have more of a community there than other campuses. Y'all really support one another. And I can tell by yeah. listening to you. Now, back to that community teacher who told on them about the weed. Uh, this is my thing. How I would handle it, you know. <clears throat> yeah, I smell it. Everybody in my class smell it. First of all, one of the snitches gonna say something in the classroom. Mr. Ryan, smell that. <laughs> and so if I would have known that there is a officer outside, now if me and the officer was cool, you know, I wouldn't have did, I wouldn't have said nothing to him afterwards. First of all, I'm pretty sure she knew who had that on them in her class. Okay, or you can narrow it down. Right, and it got something to do with him. You know where it's coming from. <laughs> you know, and so my thing was, I would have called him out. That's just a teacher I am, though. I taught her. My first job was at an alternative school, right? <clears throat> so I'd be like, "Hey, man, say, hey, man, hey, you know, I wouldn't have called him out. I'd have called his name. You know, definitely he'd have passed by everybody smelling like drugs. But no, it was in his backpack. And so I would have been like, "Hey, man, I mean, I let you la la la. Hey, I smell what that is. Got something on you." You're not in trouble. Just hey, come on, let me outside with your backpack. That's what I would have did. Real smooth, real talking about. And definitely, if he the report, like the, that, that conversation that you have with your kids about who you are, that comes back that day. He know you ain't out to get him. He know you mean business, and you're not trying to get him in trouble. You're really trying to help him, right? And so, I probably have him come outside. We talk, chop it up a little bit, and if we to sell it, we to sell it. I'm like, look, man, you gonna have to. I mean. Look, bro, you could have disguised it a little better. Now, you got one or two options, man. You need to flush it or I'm going to have to take it. <laughs> no, I'm lying. I wouldn't have took it. But I'm like, man, you I, he wouldn't have wanted to flush it, right? <clears throat> I'm like, look, man, you're going to have to do something with it where it won't smell like right. this, bro. So you got to disguise a little bit better. If you can't do that, man, you got to you got to do something with it. Get out of here. You're going to get in trouble, okay? And, yeah. he, and, and you know, let him make that decision. And so when she went out, yeah, she followed procedure for sure. But when do the procedure, procedures that we supposed to follow cut the neck off of the relationship that you really could have with your kids? And I think part of it too, so we were both first year teachers that uh, year. I got you. And so in okay. our district, it takes three years to get tenure. And when you're a first year okay. teacher, they tell you we're not offering you a contract again. See you later. Because you're on a non-continuing contract those first three years. They can get rid of you with no no real paperwork. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shoot, they, they actually put me on an improvement plan that same year. Here I am building relationships with kids and they're trying to fire me. I'm like, for real? Man, that's stupid and crazy. And it was something else behind it that you didn't know about, I guarantee you. Oh, it was. And I found out later that it was. Come on, somebody. Um, and so actually them putting me on that improvement plan disqualifies me from even being in the running for teacher of the year for five years after that. Damn. According to the criteria set forth by the district. But I'm like, how do you come at a first year teacher mm -hmm. and then hire me for something I wasn't qualified for and I told you I won't qualify for it? Yeah. 
you know, yeah, you I passed hey, the whole. That honest. Hey, people lie. Hey, people lie in uh in uh in interviews all the time. <laughs> no, I interviewed for a whole different position for a content job. Passed the praxis and everything. They saw special ed one special the one special ed class that qualifies you for a provisional license, and, and they was like, speed. yeah, and it was like, well, we don't understand why you don't know how to do this or that or that. I said, I told you day one, I don't know how to do that mess. Yeah, so you I, you need to put yourself on the growth plan, <laughs> right? You go on an improvement plan, <laughs> not me. Yeah, I need I need to improve. Right, <laughs> I, I didn't. I, I didn't told you. Yeah, I didn't ask. Hey, that's why. That's why. That's why. Hey, you were a man for for that moment because we get in trouble for telling the truth. <laughs> Just tell the truth. Just be honest. I ain't gonna get mad at you. And the dummy, he tell the truth, and then he don't see no. <laughs> he don't see no more. And then they wonder why dudes lie like they do because the truth get him in trouble. The truth get him wrote up. Okay, get him. No, doing what you had to tell the truth about gets you in trouble. What you that? You, you right about that? I guess you. I guess I can't fight that. But th you right. You right. You a, you a lady. You a lady. You gonna give me that? Okay. But my thing is, like, I smell the coolness on you. Like, if I worked your campus, we'd have been super tight. Just not even in having to be like physically hanging out. Like, I would peep your demeanor and hear how you talk and just the way you carry yourself, swagged out. You know, I like to listen to how teachers talk to their kids. Like, if I hear, if I hear some. Some raised with wolvesness in your voice. Oh, I love that. Oh, I love that. And and I love it when women do it because you know women ain't having it. Ninety percent of all you know the education workforce is, is women anyway. And so they they really don't need men. But I tell guys, look, man, if you're a male in the education profession, let me tell you something. You will always have a job because really? not. And 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 the thing is, a male resembles. I'm talking about just the, the initial look. If you have a man teacher in your classroom, that's supposed to be like, oh, that symbolizes uh, some type of law and order. It, it symbolizes some type of strictness. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Then, but I've seen some men get towed up. They worse. I, it's, I, I, I met so many strong women teachers that it, it, it makes me sick to my stomach when I see a man who ain't got no backbone in the classroom Bro, why are you asking me to watch this kid? You a grown man. You watch the kid. You got him under control. You a, I want to say, you a man, boy. You is a man. But hey, them kids, they smell blood in the water. I'm telling you, and if, if there's anything that is not right, they gonna take they gonna know. Out. Yeah. Well, you are more than welcome to join my Zoom class anytime you would like. <laughs> I'm gonna bust up. I need to bust up at school. See, what, what this pandemic did for me uh, was allow me uh, to to reach to reach campuses via they they they, they love they, they zoom meetings and stuff like that and I'm bust up in there and they don't know I'm a surprise for them and, and they add me in and got me in there but <clears throat> we need to try to figure out a way you know Portsmouth we can't afford you we love you but we can't afford you uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're on a budget plan you know what I mean <laughs> I got you. I got you. I got you. We're going to work something out to where I'm going to do something for some campuses, just like a giveaway type thing. You know, maybe just have y'all just, hey, just buy some books or something. Just purchase some books from me and, and then we can do it like that. Because I know <clears throat> when I did my visits, my school visits, they wouldn't they wouldn't pay me for that. I just work it out with the principal. Hey, I want to come visit your school, but this is the thing. 
My books are like 10 bucks. Just buy a few books, however many you can afford to buy. I wouldn't give them no set number. Just buy a few books and I'm coming. And I'm like, oh, oh yeah. They hurry up and pony that little change up and get the books. And then when I'm selling the books, other teachers are bringing their money. And they like, oh, I want to get one. You know, I'm like, oh, I'm glad I bought enough. Got dog. But the main I'm mess around and I'm gonna buy my whole department one. Jesus, hey, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, it's like like teachers, like this is my lifeline, man. I think God didn't bless you guys with me. You know, it's it, it's it's vice versa because y'all don't know how I feel on a day to day basis. I go through stuff with life, you know, and accomplishments, and I'm trying to, you know, get and stuff that I, I'm a businessman and I'm trying to, you know push off people who are trying to get me to be all business and separate myself from educators. And I'm not going to do that because this is where it all started and I'm passionate about it. So when I finally get on a chat, oh, with number of educators and they laughing and they going crazy when they just had their head down, like, damn, while we meeting again, they, you don't understand that's my lifeline. Like I, and every time I get off a chat, I thank God for, I say, Lord, thank you for giving me these people, man. And before I do a chat or a show, I said, Lord, I just pray that I'm everything these people need me to be for this time. And I don't know if I'm just selling myself to people like that, but I, I think God honors that, you know, because I entertain all types of people, all types of races, religions, different types of Catholic schools. Hell, I had one school, uh, uh, it was a group of people, it was all social workers. <laughs> they say, all your jokes are funny, baby, but we social workers. I'm talking about teachers of this, teachers of this. And so <laughs> I'm talking about social work and boom, there it is. So I just want to say thank you so much uh, for coming on, man. You're a breath of fresh air, man. Uh, when I hear teachers that I can really, you know, relate to. And when you was, was talking, I'm like, yeah, she was raised with wolves. I love <laughs> it. Yeah, I love it. That just means that you just got, you know, you got the social life and you're not scared to get down there with the kids, you know, in, in, your, in your area and let them know that, hey, I'm you. You, right. you, you ain't think that, but let me, let me show you how a real person talk and I don't got no mask on and I can, you know, but you know what? You're example too. Cause I'm like, man, she just like us. And look, she a whole teacher, you know, kids look up to us until they find out how much we get paid. Right. <laughs> I had a kid that was like, Miss Bill, I can go make one song. I can rap for two minutes and make more than you make in a month. Shut up. That's not the point. <laughs> I had one kid that was like, yo, I can go on the corner and make more tonight than you made last week. I'm like, look, I don't have to worry about nobody knocking on my door. Yeah. I don't have nobody worry about nobody coming to find me. Yeah. I can claim mine to the IRS. I don't want to, but I can. Jesus, real. Mind your business. I got you. Mind your rat dog on business. Hey, Sister Bell. I just, hey, thank you so much for, for being on. Thank here. you. I have to have you back, man. I might have you back. Love you so much. Hey, thank y'all for tuning in one more time to the Teacher's Lounge with your boy, A.D.B. Thank you, J-Lab, for the mic. And uh, tune in every every uh, Wednesday, man. It ain't stopping. We're like on almost season four now. Shoot. Um, uh, uh, Wednesday, uh, 4 p.m. Central Standard Time, uh, uh, 5 p.m. Eastern Standard, and 2 p.m. if you're over on the West Coast. Like I say, we're getting a tour together right now this summer. The uh, teachers only summer break tour. We come to a city near you, and if we don't, if we can't get to you, just believe that uh, it's gonna be a tour popping off uh, late, late this year, or you know, uh, next year for sure, for sure. Uh, love you guys, uh, Sister Bell. Uh, I don't know if somebody want to get a hold to you. I don't know. I think you could really talk to some teachers too if they want some. They want to confide in you. How, how can they reach if you want to be reached? 
Oh, sure. Yeah. It is amanda.bell at portsk12.com. That is dot P-O-R-T-S-K-1-2.com. Cool, cool, cool. Thank you so much. Hey, hey, y'all go out and relax, man. If you ain't drinking, I don't know what you're thinking, man. Jesus' first uh, miracle was turning water into wine. And God let you know you're going to need to drink every now and then. Ain't nothing wrong with it. So y'all do what y'all have to do to decompress. Don't stress about nothing. And teaching is the best job in the world, man. Just let it, don't let it stress you out. Love you guys so much. We'll see y'all next Wednesday. Teachers Lounge, it's your boy. You are now tuned in to the Teachers Lounge with Eddie B on Dash Radio and all major platforms.